We'll just read this part up here at the top, at the very top of the page. So this short piece is an extract from the film The Lady in the Van, based on the book of the same name by Alan Bennett. Okay, so this is an extract from the film, so it's the screenplay, it's the script that we're going to be looking at, that we're going to be reading. Miss Shepherd is an elderly, strange lady who has been living in her van parked outside Mr. Bennett's house. She has just had a visit from social services. So remember, we said social services were set up to help the community. So things like um, child protection and guards, healthcare, education, all those kind of things are social services so to help the people of the community. Um, and is complaining to Mr. Bennett as they walk through a busy London market. Alan Bennett is telling the story and often comments on the scene in voiceover. So that's VO. So when we're reading this, we might come across a voiceover. VO. Voiceover is a narrative voice um, in a story told on screen. So it's like the narrator. So the person who's telling the story that the characters can't hear. Okay? So the lady in the van. Miss Shepherd watches TV through Curry's window. Edward Heath arriving in Downing Street, 1970. Okay, so straight away we're introduced to our first character, Miss Shepherd. So we see that she's watching TV through Curry's window. So Edward Heath arriving in Downing Street, 1970. Edward Heath was a Prime Minister in Britain. Um, and Downing Street, then we know, is where the Prime Minister lives in Britain. Okay, so we straight away we have our setting. So it's a busy London, London market. Um, and the character of Miss Shepherd is watching TV in the, uh, in the shop window, in Curry's window. Um... And we know the time, so we know it's set around 1970 because we see Edward Heath. Okay, so that's a trick that they use, that the filmmakers used to give us an idea of the time that this was set in. So by showing Edward Heath, he's a famous person and people would know then that it was set in 1970 because Edward Heath would have been Prime Minister in 1970, if that makes sense. Okay, AB arrives with her shopping. AB, I've got everything. Sherbet lemons, cup of soup, the miniature whiskey. So AB we know is Alan Bennett, okay, the character of Alan Bennett. Who's Alan Bennett? So he owns the house that Miss Shepherd has parked outside. So we can see he's got her shopping. Uh, sherbet lemons, they're like sweets. Um, cup of soup, um, kind of like microwavable soup or whatever. Uh, the miniature whiskey. Miss Shepherd, that's medicinal. So she's saying that the whiskey is for medical purposes. Definitely not for anything else. They walk together up the high street, Miss Shepherd pushing her child's pushchair. Okay? A.B. She seemed very understanding, the social worker. Miss Shepherd, Not understanding enough. I ask for a wheelchair and what does she get me? A walking stick. And she looks at him meaningfully. And she says I don't get an allowance unless I get an address. Okay, so she, meaningfully means she's trying to hint something to him. So if she's living in a van outside his house and she wants an address... We can guess that maybe she wants him to say that she can use his address. A.B. The van, Gloucester Crescent. Isn't that an address? Miss Shepherd. No, it needs to be a house, a residence. Still, I may be going away soon, possibly. Alan Bennett. How long for? Miss Shepherd. Broadstairs, possibly. So she's not answering him how long for, but she's suggesting the place. Alan Bennett. Why Broadstairs? Have you family there? Miss Shepherd, no, no. Alan Bennett, have you got any family? Miss Shepherd, I just need the air. Okay, so then there's a cot. 
So we can see from this conversation that Miss Shepherd is kind of avoiding a lot of Alan Bennett's questions. So he's asking her how long she's going to be um she's going to be going away for um and why she's going there and has she got any family there and you can see she's not really answering him so we've got more questions that's a technique that um scriptwriters and filmmakers use to make us more interested and to make us want to watch more of our film okay by leaving a lot of unanswered questions that we want to find the answers to so then there's a cut and a cut is when there's a break in the scene um and it goes to a different place so um uh, it's cutting to the exterior of Inverness Street on Market Day. Okay, so the outside of Inverness Street, or just outside it, on Market Day. So Miss Shepherd is saying, "I saw a snake this afternoon. It was coming up Parkway. It was a long grey snake. It was a bow constrictor, possibly." Alan Bennett says, "No, because <laughs> remember now, this is Britain. This is um, Inverness Street. This is this is near London. Okay, and um, and." Very unlikely that there'd be bow constrictors and big snakes around London. So we can see why Alan Bennett is a bit confused about why Miss Shepherd is talking like this or why she's saying this sort of thing. Um, and then she says, it looks poisonous. It looked poisonous. It was keeping close to the wall. I have a feeling it may have been heading for the van. So then Alan Bennett is saying, no, Miss Shepherd. So Miss Shepherd then says, I thought I'd better warn you just to be on the safe side. I've had some close shaves with snakes. So straight away we're wondering what kind of a life Miss Shepherd has led. Okay, that's led to her close shaves with some snakes. Um, and Alan Bennett then says, Listen to me, Miss Shepherd, there are no bow constrictors in Camden Town. Miss Shepherd then says, Are you calling me a liar? I know a bow constrictor when I see one. A pitying smile from Alan Bennett. A street trader calls over. Okay, so from this little brief conversation, we can see that Miss Shepherd is quite convinced that she's seen a snake. And she's perfectly well able to express herself and to say that it was definitely a snake. Not only that, but she knows exactly what kind of a snake that she thinks she has seen. And we see from Alan Bennett, from the way he, from this pitying smile and from his words as well. No, no, Miss Shepherd. Listen to me, Miss Shepherd. There are no bow constrictors in Camden Town. That he thinks, maybe that, maybe he thinks that she's a bit senile. That she's kind of losing her grasp on reality because she's a bit older. That's a possibility. Or... It could be any reason really, but he doesn't think that she's telling the truth. Maybe he thinks that she's lying or maybe he thinks that she's just, that she hasn't really seen what she thinks that she's seen. Okay, so he doesn't believe her at all. But she's convinced and she's insisting that it was a snake. Okay, so then the street trader then, who if we've watched the uh, YouTube video we know was played by James Corden in the film. And he says, all right, my love, you're looking especially lovely today, sweetheart. And Miss Shepherd says, don't sweetheart me, I'm a sick woman dying possibly okay and then that same street trader then chimes in with um well chin up love we all gotta go sometime smells like you already have okay so there's a bit of humor in this scene that's kind of the purpose of the street trader um he's there to kind of act as just an ordinary person uh seeing what's going on okay so it'll give us an, another impression of miss shepherd's character and then Alan Bennett in a voiceover form, okay, the character isn't saying this, this is the narrator, okay, it's a bit confusing because they have the same name, isn't it? But this is just a voiceover then, and it says, I do not believe in the snake, still less that it was en route for the van. So he's just clearing up what we already know, he didn't believe her when she told him that there was a snake there, and he definitely didn't believe her that this hypothetical snake was heading towards her van. Okay, so then there's another cut. So remember what a cut means? We're leaving this part of the scene, we're leaving this place, 
um, and the next part of the film is showing us a different place. So this new place is the exterior of 42 Gloucester Crescent um, during, during the daytime, okay? So these little notes at the top, the exterior means the outside, so we're not inside this house, 42 Gloucester Crescent, we're outside, um, and then the time is daytime, okay? So the Perry children playing in their garden piercing scream Fiona comes up so this isn't spoken in the play this is just a little line in the script that's going telling us what will be happening at this time in the play so we don't really know these characters from this extract but there's these children the Perry children and they're playing in their garden which we know is outside 42 Gloucester Crescent um, and suddenly there's a piercing scream okay so a really loud scream and Fiona now we haven't met Fiona we're not sure who she is but she comes into the into the frame and then a child called Sam says, Mummy, Mummy, there's a snake. Alan Bennett, in a voiceover form. Now, his character isn't shown. This is just a voiceover. This is just the narrator. No characters in the film can hear the voiceover. But it's just for the audience to tell us a little bit more about what's going on. So this voiceover says, Only next day, I find there has been a break-in at the local pet shop. So there may have been a snake on the run. So this is kind of funny. So he dismissed her completely that there had been a snake there, took no notice of her whatsoever. And now he's finding out, hold on, she might be onto something here. A bow constrictor slithers through the flower bed. So this isn't, that isn't said. That's just a stage, um, a stage direction, if you like, like is in our play. But it's for the film. So at this moment in shot, the camera would be showing a bow constrictor slithering through a flower bed. And then Alan Bennett, in voiceover form, says, So, of course, I feel guilty. And then we're back to stage directions. The children and Fiona run into the house shouting, A snake! A snake! Okay, so that's kind of funny. And we see in the end there that Miss Shepherd has proven to be right. Okay? She, she had a point. Maybe she had seen a snake. Okay? So, um, yeah. I think, I think that's that done. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to this, girls. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to pop them into Google Classroom um, and I'll get back to you. Um, there's some questions to do, but I've explained which ones I'd like you to do on page 213 um, in the post. So if you go back to that, you'll be able to see um, the questions that um, I'd like you to do just to make sure that we're all on the same page and we all understand what's going on. Okay, well, have a lovely day, girls. Um, thanks a million for listening.